Welcome to Experiencing Christ with Pastor Dennis Matovu. Freedom Experience is a teaching ministry of the Word that is driven by the purpose that believers may subjectively realize the full knowledge of the truth, experiencing God in the incarnated Word, which is Christ to be life and light to man with grace and reality for man's enjoyment. And now, open wide your spirit to receive this great teaching which is going to empower you to begin experiencing Christ as your life. This is Pastor Dennis Matovu, worth hearing. Praise the Lord, everybody, wherever you are. We want to thank the Lord for this wonderful opportunity that he has given us to come and minister to you from wherever you are. God bless you if you are tuning in and if you are viewing. Those of you that are maybe traveling, you are at home, you are with your phone moving anywhere, or you are on any platform of Freedom Experience Ministry, we believe that the Lord is going to be blessing you. We are coming in with our ministry, even online. We have several avenues. This is Pastor Dennis Matovu, other from Kampala, Uganda, Freedom Experience Ministry. And we are glad that we are ministering to you on this wonderful new TV, that is Fame TV. Uh, God has blessed us and we appreciate that. We want you to keep on following and viewing from wherever you are. Before I go into the word, I want to uh, take you to our several sites. If you don't know them, you can visit our website on www.freedomexperienceministry.org. Also, you can um, check us on the radio, Freedom Experience Radio. Uh, you can check www.freedomexperienceministry.org. Dot org stroke radio. Even you can get us in Google Play Store by downloading our app, Freedom Experience app, where we'll be accessing our TV and our radio and all other platforms. I know the Lord is going to bless you. Viewers everywhere you are and listeners even on the radio and those other platforms, we are taking you into the word even right now in Jesus' mighty name. As I've told you, we will be coming in with, your, with the several teachings of experiencing Christ whereby we shall take you deep in deeper and detailed teachings and revelations as the Spirit shall guide us. Even today we have a wonderful message that is talking about uh, present, uh, presenting every man fully grown in Christ. Presenting every man fully and full grown in Christ. We are in the book of Colossians chapter 1 and verses 26. Colossians chapter 1 verse 26, the Bible says that the mystery which has been hid from ages and from generations, this is Paul, he says that, but now has been made manifest. That is in verse 26, it has been made known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the nations, among the Gentiles, including you and me. Uh, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Now we see that Paul begins by showing us that that which was once a mystery has been made manifest and it is among even the Gentiles. We are able to access Christ and this is no longer a mystery. It's now a revelation that we have got to grasp on a daily basis that there is a Christ in you, the hope of glory. Verse 28 says that whom we announce, the amplified version uses the word announce, Others will say preach, and uh, it says, Whom we announce, admonishing every man and teaching every man in all wisdom. So, Paul is telling us that as he's preaching, he's announcing this mystery. This mystery has become his ministry. He's preaching Christ across the globe, everywhere he could go. He said that he was called to announce one mystery that was the Christ that he has seen. 
he had seen in the scriptures. He says that we admonish every man, we admonish every man, and teaching every man in all wisdom. He says to the end that we may present every man perfect in Christ. So today's message is that's where it comes from. He says that presenting every man full grown in Christ, all perfect in Christ. So Paul says that he labors day and night, he toils to see that in everything that he ministers, he presents Christ so that the hearers and the listeners and the recipients, they are fully grown in Christ. Now that means that after acquiring Christ as your personal and savior, there is still another step, the step of life and the step of growth, whereby you have got to keep on growing in this truth that you have accepted, keep on maturing in the Christ that you have received. Amen. So verse 29 tells us that where unto also I toil, combating according to his working. Paul says he labors. He labors day and night to see that this Christ is preached and people receive him. This means that Paul in his ministry, he never announced anything other than Christ. Praise the Lord. In all his preaching, he was making sure that whether it is prophesying, whether it is teaching, preaching, and evangelizing, whatever ministry was called to do, he could preach and minister Christ. He does not tell us that uh, he taught Christ by preaching Christ, by teaching Christ, but he says he announced Christ. He says that he announced Christ and he was announcing him alone. But in his announcing, he says he was warning every man. In his teaching included warning, admonishing, he says, and also presenting every man full grown in Christ. Now just look the, 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 the task that has been given to the church, the task that has been given to the ministers and the ministry and the church of Christ, praise the Lord, whereby in all our ministry, in all our teachings, God desires that we present every believer full grown in Christ. Even that one that was saved yesterday, the Lord desires that we present them full grown. That's why we bring to you such teachings of experience in Christ, whereby we dispense Christ to you in all his entirety. Praise Jesus. Paul says that he was presenting every man full grown in Christ, and this was Paul's ministry. He could not preach anything else other than Christ. He says that he was preaching him, announcing, and even warning Sometimes we come in to teach warning teachings, preachings that are warning, whereby prophecies would come as a way of warning, and also teachings. He says that we do it, it in every and all wisdom. But all this wisdom that comes to us, the Bible says that God shall give us utterance in all wisdom, so that we may preach Christ, teach Christ, admonish, that is warn, and also, if also we prophesy Christ. This was what Paul was preaching as a ministry. And we see that in his statements in Colossians, he wanted one thing, to perfect every man. I don't know how many years you have been in Christianity or in salvation. Maybe you are in months or years, or maybe 10 or two. But the question is, how far have you grown? Are you maturing? Because the life that we received is a growing life. It's not going to be a static life. Wherever we talk about life, there is growth. If we talk about life, there's got to be maturity. 
And Paul says that I labor, if it is to teach in Macedonia, I want them to be full grown in Christ. Praise Jesus. He says I want them to mature in Christ. Our task in teaching and preaching and all ministries that we bring is that we want to see that you are growing from one level to another by the grace the Lord provides. We want to see that at a certain time you are made complete in Christ. You have matured in Christ until you come to the full growth of Christ. Praise Jesus. He says that he wants them to become full grown in Christ. Amen. So he says that we need to grow in Christ on a daily basis. Because from the day you accept Christ, there is a life in you. And this type of life is different from the natural life that you acquired from your parents. This is the Zoe kind of life, the life of God. And the life that you receive from the day you accept Christ is a life whereby you are going to keep on growing daily. There's going to be a growth in life. Amen. So we see that he talks about a gradual growth. Just like a, a grain of seed, when it is grounded and, and planted, the Bible says that Jesus Christ in John 12 is like the mustard, the grain of seed that was sown and died. And when it died, the Bible says it sprouted and gave birth to many lives, to many grains, including you and me. But there is that, that's the process of growth. It begins with the seed. You received a seed of Christ the day you accepted him. But it's not going to end there. You need to grow in this life. You need to, this Christ that you have received must keep on growing until you come to the stature of Christ. We are all targeting to become like Christ. Remember, he's not going to come to marry a church which is still young, immature, they are still down, still worldly, they are still earthly. We need to come to from at a level whereby we are from a heavenly viewpoint. Praise the Lord. Whereby the brothers and sisters, they are like Christ. We don't have to have any difference from the Christ who is going to marry the church. That's why Paul says, I labor that I may present one time, one day, I present every man full grown in Christ. Meaning that if I'm a pastor and I'm pastoring a church, Freedom Experience Ministry, my task is to see that those that God has given me are going to come to a level whereby I present them before God when they are fully grown in the word of God and in Christ. Praise the Lord. We see that we need this on a daily and individual level whereby it must be our goal in ministry to see that the many many people that God has entrusted us with even you that is, is, is seeing me or viewing me or listening to me you are endeavoring to grow in this life that you have received praise the Lord and this will cause us to to have a sense whereby we need to fear we need to be warned by the Spirit of God because the time that you have been with the people of God must amount to the growth that they have acquired. Praise the Lord. And it's our prayer that as we preach and announce Christ, we present you one day before Christ when you are mature. And my prayer for you is that you keep on uh, desiring to grow in grace and in the knowledge of Christ. We are growing only in one thing. We are growing in Christ. We don't grow in preaching. We don't grow in prophecy. We don't grow in spiritual gifts. We only grow in Christ. Praise the Lord. The only growth that the Lord is to look, looking unto is the growth in Christ. 
These gifts also come in to help us to grow in Christ. Praise the Lord. So anything that you desire, the music ministry, the, the ushering department, the evangelism, any department that is in the church must result into the growth in Christ. Praise the Lord. Because one time, one day, we are to present those that God has given to us as, as his vine, as his field, praise the Lord, as his vineyard, until we present to you. Paul says, I labor. Maybe he prays about it. Maybe in his teachings, he's so sober and spiritual and sensitive to see that he preaches Christ because we are supposed to preach a seed that's going to cause growth in people. That means that any preaching that I'll come preaching will not cause growth in life until I preach Christ in my preaching. That's why it tells us that there is a mystery in you and this has been now made manifest. It's no longer a mystery. There is Christ in you, is, the, is your life in you today and the hope of glory in the future. Praise the Lord. Now we see that we need to be concerned about this. We need to be presenting people fully grown in Christ. And this has got to be the burden and the responsibility that is to be greatly taken as believers and ministers of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, in verse 28, we see that Paul's concept is completely different from the concept of today's preachers, today's teachers, today's ministers and pastors today. For him, he says, I labor that I preach Christ and present every man full grown in Christ, perfect in Christ, matured in Christ. Today, in pastors and ministers and preachers' ministries, you'll find that this, this, this vision is forgotten. We might preach other ministries that are edifying, that are um, elevating and encouraging, but if we forget such a teaching, such a ministry, such a preaching that that targets at maturing a Christian, praise the Lord, maturing a believer, then we are missing the entire reason as to why he has entrusted us with this gospel. The reason that's why Paul says that he entrusted to me this gospel that I received by revelation. It is only one gospel. It's not many gospels. The gospel is Christ. We preach Christ and we use all other um, avenues and gifts and spiritual uh, powers to see that Christ is preached well. Praise the Lord. He says he struggles. He has mentioned struggling according to the operation. Verse 29 says that, Paul goes on to say in verse 29 that, for which also I labor. I struggle according to his operation. He labors. He struggles. I don't know where our struggle is when we are praying, I don't know what type of prayer and what kind of prayer are we praying when we are pray, preparing messages, ministers, when we are reading the Bible, believers, praise the Lord. But Paul talks about struggling, meaning that the ministry of Christ requires struggling. It's not that like any other preacher will come and preach. There is, there's got to be a struggle. He says that I struggle according to his operation. There is a Christ in me that is operating in me, causing me to struggle to preach Christ, causing me to struggle to minister Christ, so that people may experience and enjoy Christ. Praise the Lord. He says that in verse 29, for which also I labor, struggling according to his operation, which operates in me, in power. 
it talks about the power that is in him. He says, for which, referring to the gospel, referring to the Christ, referring to the people that he's preaching to also. He says that he's presenting every man full grown in Christ. And this is the presentation of Paul's ministry. He was laboring in his ministry. He was struggling in his ministry. He fought. And the fighting was to see that he also rested, wrestled. In he, he also wrestled like, you know, wrestling. Praise the Lord. He wrestled so that he presents Christ. What, what does this mean? When he says, I labored, it means that there was, there was a struggle in Paul's life concerning which messages to preach when people are very many. There are sometimes when you are tempted, when you see crowds, to want to change a message. And there is that struggle whereby the Spirit says, keep on the course. Keep preaching Christ. You get the point. And another, the feelings and yourself says, no, here is whereby you are going to make them sh to shout by force. Praise, praise the Lord. You understand, the, you, you understand what I'm talking about. So he says, I struggle. Maybe they were hindering Paul that he should not preach about Christ. Maybe when he visited some, some, some nations or some uh, places and churches, they wanted him to preach concerning a certain topic. But there was a struggle. He says, I struggle. He says, I fight. I wrestle. He says, I struggle. And this struggle was according to Christ's operation. Did you know that inside of us there is an operation whereby if I want to preach otherwise, the operation in me says, no, preach this way. Praise the Lord. The Bible says you shall be hearing a voice saying that this is the way walking in it. So he says that there is an operation within me. Glory to God. There is an indwelling Christ that is operating within every believer of the Lord, within every Christian. And this operation is that which causes the growth, is that which is energizing us so that we, we begin to manifest the Christ that we have received. Let us go in the book of Philippians chapter 2, verses uh, 13. The Bible says in Philippians 2, 12, I'll begin verse 12, it says that, So that my beloved, even as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much rather, that is Philippians 2, 13, it says that, So that my brethren, even as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much rather in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. He says in verse 13 that, For it is God who works in you both the willing and the working according to his good pleasure. In other words, from the day you accepted Jesus Christ, you are no longer by yourself. There is an inner power. There is an inner force. There is an inner strength. He's talking about the power that is within us. This power also comes into our mind, into our faculties, whereby even the thinking is of God. Even the working outside is of God. He says that, for it is God that works within you, uh, both the willing and the working. The power of Christ in you enters into your soul life to cause you to will according to God's willing. It causes you to work outside according to God is working so that you, you bring pleasure unto God. Praise the Lord. Now, when you see this in the Amplified, it says that, therefore, my dear ones, I 
as you have always obeyed my, my suggestions, my teachings, so now not only with the enthusiasm uh, you would show in my presence, because there are some times whereby when a pastor is around, a believer will show, will show the enthusiasm. We prove to the pastor that I am doing it with all my strength, with all the life. He says that not that I'm present, but also in my absence. He says cultivating, cultivate, work out to the goal and fully complete uh, your own salvation with reverence and awe and trembling. That is self-distrust. That is being serious and caution, tenderness of conscience, watchfulness. Praise the Lord. That is uh, your watchfulness, you are watchful against all temptation. In other words, even when we are, uh, we are not in fellowship, close fellowship, uh, at this moment, you are wherever you are, but there is an inner working with you, causes you, causing you to struggle, to see that you, you stand the temptation, to see that you are watchful against any temptation that comes your way. There is that inner life that will cause you to grow in Christ. Praise the Lord. So we see that people uh, have got to see that that inner life in them cause them to become timid and fear sin, cause them to be careful when they are living out their day-to-day -day life. In verse 13 says that not your own strength, for it is God who is all the while effectually, effectually at work in you. When you woke up to pray, there was a God that was at work in you. Praise the Lord. So we see that there is, this power is like that of a dynamo. If you know of a dynamo, the Greek word for power is dunamis. And from the word dunamis, we get an English word called dynamo. If you know of a dynamo, those of you that used to ride those bicycles in those times, there, there was a dynamo that was put on the tire as you're riding in the night. That dynamo will generate power. And the power will be, uh, the light could light according in proportion to the strength of the dynamo. When you are riding slowly, the dynamo was dim, and the, uh, rather the power was dim because the, the, the electricity was not enough. So even today, there is that dunamis power. Praise the Lord. There is that dunamis power that is like that of a dynamo that is always working generating within us it's like a motor in us and the bible says says in philippians chapter 3 and verses 7 it says that but whatever former things i had that might have been gains to me i have come to consider as one combined loss for christ's sake if you want to grow in christ and to be presented full grown there has got time to come a time whereby you see that the things that you consider to be to be uh, the things that you consider to be of importance have got to be uh, like laws for Christ's sake. He says in verses eight, in, that is Philippians three eight. Yes, furthermore, I count everything as loss compared to the possession of the priceless privilege, the overwhelming preciousness the surpassing worth and supreme advantage. He says that I compared everything that was worth and supreme and advantageous. He says that of known, of known, he says that of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord and of the progressive, he says that and of progressively becoming more deeply 
and intimately acquainted with him. Now when you see the amplified version, it's pulling it out, showing us that there is a power in us. As I wind up, I want to tell you that the power in us is working like the dynamo, like the way the dynamo works. The power in us is like a generator. It is working within us to see that there is a growth in you. One time, one day, you are going to be presented before God, fully grown, perfect in Christ. I believe we shall continue this message uh, next time. But I wanted to aim to challenge you to begin to see that there is an inner work in you. There is a Christ in you working. To see that you come to the full stature that pleases the Lord. Once again, I'm Pastor Dennis Matov, and I know that you have enjoyed this wonderful, wonderful portion. This is Freedom Experience Ministry, Kampala, Uganda. And I know that uh, through our programs, you are going to be blessed. Please, I pray that you continue to share, support this work, to see that the, the presence of God is dispensed unto the globe. May the Lord bless you. Bye-bye. To get more of this message and partner with Freedom Experience Ministry, log on to our website www.freedomexperienceministry.org or find us on our Facebook page Freedom Experience Ministry You can also call us directly on plus 256-703-89-0009 Be blessed